Catholic Connection is a co-production of Ave Maria Radio and EWTN Radio and carried across the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. Welcome to Catholic Connection with Teresa Tamio, keeping you connected to your faith and your world. Teresa tackles the issues of faith and culture, the pro-life message, and media awareness. And now, here's Teresa Tamio. Good Friday morning, September 22nd. Vanessa Denhagarmo, host of Epiphany, filling in for my dear sister in Christ, Teresa Tamio, on this uh, Friday morning. It's always a pleasure to be with all of you here today. We have a wonderful hour coming up. Uh, joining us, as always, on a Friday is Doug Keck, president and COO of EWTN. He joins Teresa every week to talk about the news and upcoming programming on the network, which is a wealth of resources. I I just love going to EWTN, the website, National Catholic Register, so many wonderful platforms that EWTN produces that keeps us informed of what's going on in the world as we look at these issues from the lens of a Catholic through the lens of Scripture. There's news, current events, um, upcoming events. There's uh, devotional prayers, um, just a wealth of information, wonderful programming, uh, uh, documentaries, and, and all different kinds of programs that EWTN offers for children through seniors, you know, every span of our life, right? And so these are wonderful ways, wonderful programs to share with your friends and family to evangelize the faith. I'm a big proponent, and we're all called to evangelize the faith. We should ask the Lord, how are you asking us to do that? And one of the easiest ways to do that is just to share links to wonderful programs that are produced by EWTN, such as this radio show. Uh, This is in collaboration with Ave Maria Radio and EWTN, and it's a great way to evangelize the faith. Hey, have you, you know, I heard a great interview you i thought thought of you i thought you could listen to it send them the link or there's something wonderful coming up on ewtn there's a great article in the national catholic register i'm a big proponent doing this it's very easy to do it it takes a few minutes out of your day and you're sharing the faith and sharing news facts and information with your friends and family you could put this on social media you can um you text people email people whatever platforms you're using Teresa and i talk about all the time the importance of using your own platforms, uh, creating your own kind of newsrooms. When we consult with our clients and our communication businesses, uh, we have our own respective communication businesses. We've collaborated with clients together. We always tell our clients, you got to create your own newsrooms. You got to create your own platforms to have a voice and to share those that with your audiences. EW10 does a wonderful job doing that, and they provide information that we can share with other people. So that's a great way for you individually to create your own newsroom within your own platforms and share Catholic news with them. And that's a great way to, to, to share the faith with other people. Also coming up this hour is Francesca Pellegrino. She is the founder and president of the Catholic Coalition for Special Education. We'll be talking with her this morning. And also Kelly Solomon, vice president of the Newman Guide Programs at the Cardinal Newman Society, talking about virtual college fair. And there's an opportunity to register now. Uh, it's taking place September 27th. And you can register for this. This is the time of the year that kids are taking their ACTs and SATs and having a teenager myself uh, getting ready for college. We're now looking at colleges. I know how important this is. And uh, they look at Catholic colleges all across America and and do the work for parents uh, who need to do research on these Catholic schools. So it's really important. 
that we start taking virtual tours of colleges around the country that we'd be thinking about sending our kids to. So really important conversations and topics here. Looking at the weather forecast across the country, I'll give you some brief updates on temperatures that we're expecting in various states across the country. I'm going to look at my own hometown of Michigan. So in the Detroit area, we have a high of 81 degrees. Kind of bumped we closed the pool already. But a high of 81 degrees, partly cloudy skies here in Detroit. And northern part of Michigan, it's high of 75 degrees. And when we start looking uh, towards the east in Buffalo, high of 74. In Washington, a high of 79. In Norfolk, high of 80. Charlotte, high of 81. In Atlanta, uh, Georgia, high of 80. Jacksonville, Florida, high of 87. Tampa, high of 91. Miami, 82. We look at New Orleans, it's a high of 90. Houston, Texas, 95 degrees. At warm temperatures throughout the whole country. The lowest I see is in 63 in uh, Salt Lake City. And uh, Las Vegas, not far from there, is high of 88. And Phoenix, Arizona, looks like the highest temperatures today in the country, topping out a high of 98 degrees. 68 in San Francisco and in Seattle, a high of 70 degrees today. Some rain showers are also expected in that area. So we're not going to do a new segment. We have a little glitch. So there's a couple stories that, however, I do want to read to you. Uh, this is in Life News, and this is um, really important in the state of Michigan. As many of you know, I'm sure Teresa has talked about many times, is the passing of Proposal 3, which really gave abortion on demand for any reason up until birth in the state of Michigan, even though we had an abortion ban even prior to Roe v. Wade being overturned, but Proposal 3 passed in the state of Michigan, which really took away parental consent as well in so many different issues, and including having an abortion or uh, or, um, hormone therapy. It's really actually, uh, to me, horrifying that parental consent was actually uh, compromised here in the state of Michigan. Well, now we have a Democrat legislator blocking Governor Whitmer's plan uh, Whitmer's plan to make uh, Michigan residents fund abortion. So Gretchen, uh, Governor Gretchen Whitmer has this plan, and there is a representative in the Democratic Party in the city of Detroit who's pushing back on this. It's really important. So on Wednesday, Representative Karen Whitsett, vice chair of the House Health Policy Committee, announced just prior to Wednesday's committee meeting that she planned to vote against several key elements of a package of bills repealing regulations on abortion, endangering a key priority for Democratic Governor Gretchen Whitmer, outlined in a recent address, according to Beth LeBlanc of the Detroit News. So Whitsett said, and she's pushed back on some of these abortion issues before, in the state of Michigan, but this is, you know, very few do this, and it get, doesn't get the coverage that it deserves uh, from the secular media. But she will not support legislation that allows for Medicaid funding of abortions, nor will she support repeals on Michigan's 24-hour waiting period and current regulations treating some abortion clinics as surgical outpatient facilities. Any bills tied to those regulations also will get a no vote. Whitsett said. She said, this is a quote from her, I will not vote and fund Medicaid abortions. That's not going to happen. I do not think it is too much to ask when someone's terminating a life, a 24-hour pause to be able to say for sure, this is the decision you want to make. 
24 hours is not too much. So in the state of Michigan, our governor, uh, Gretchen Whitmer, is trying to get rid of this 24-hour wait period to have an abortion. And this legislator is pushing back on it, saying she won't vote for this. So LeBlanc noted that Whitsett added the current regulations for abortion clinics labeled as surgical facilities are reasonable, and she worried Medicaid funding for abortions would divert funding from low-income seniors who are at times a prescription away from serious health problems. So we know that a lot of seniors struggle to pay for their prescription coverage, and she's fearing that if we put this money towards the abortion clinics, that it's going to take away from what the seniors need. Her announcement preceded a vote in the House Health Policy Committee to move six of 11 bills contained in the Reproductive Health Act from the committee. Whitsett was the lone Democrat, no vote on them. On a sixth representative, uh, Representative Elibes Farhat passed on the vote, LeBlanc wrote, the proposed legislation would put in the state law the constitutional language enshrining abortion access that was approved by voters in November and repealing several regulations they say are in conflict with that access, the Detroit News reported. Supporters have said the legislation repeals rules meant only to impede access and abortion. Opponents have said the regulations up for repeal ensure the health of the pregnant woman. Now, the reason I, another reason I bring this up, because Teresa and I talk a lot about the importance of standing up and speaking up. She and I have done media training for many years. And when we created these workshops that we do for clients, it was really to teach people how to public, you know, speak publicly, how to write their speeches, how to do media interviews. You know, we educate people on media literacy. Well, today it's, it's a, it's a different look on standing up and speaking up. I mean, we still do that portion of it, but we all have to learn to stand up and speak up for what is right and just and truth. And we have to arm ourselves with the right information before we do that. And that's why platforms such as EW10 is so important because we keep you educated on what's really going on, especially in the pro-life movement. So when you're out in public, when you're speaking with your friends and family as we approach the holiday season, you'll be armed with the right information. And you do this with love and charity, with Christ at the center. And that's why I always talk about Christ-centered communication because, you know, um, we need to bring Christ in the conversation, especially when we're having critical conversations. So you arm yourself with data with information, and there's a wealth of resources at the EWTN website and National Catholic Register and all the platforms EWTN produces. And that's why we do what we do, so we can educate not just ourselves, but all of you. All of us are in this together. And so we arm ourselves with this important information. We take it to prayer. We ask Christ to guide us. I always ask the Holy Spirit to, to give me the words he knows other people need to hear. It's not about me. It's not about winning an argument. It's about sharing truth. And truth in scripture, that's where it all starts, with our faith. And so that's why we need to take these conversations to prayer, for the Lord to guide us. But we have to also arm ourselves with facts and data and information. And I really appreciate legislators uh, such as this Democrat legislator in in the city of Detroit standing up against this, even though she still calls herself, you know, still uh, is pro-choice, She's still standing up for what she believes has gone too far on the abortion front. And we need more people to stand up and speak up. And we and take this to prayer. Ask the Lord, where are you asking me, dear Lord, to stand up and speak up for truth? And it, once you arm yourself with that information, once you have the right data and facts in front of you or good articles you can share, 
You take that to prayer and you have information to have conversations in a loving and charitable way with Christ at the center, right? And you, you arm yourself with the right information so you can share facts and data with people and not to go into have a feud. And it's not about winning an argument. It's not about winning an argument. And as a coach, I'm trained to have question-guided conversations. I do a lot of leadership and team-building coaching, and I ask a lot of questions. Trained to do that as a reporter, which was a natural transition in my work as a communication strategist to add coaching. But when, when you're in these critical conversations, I'm going to give you a, a, a tool. Don't just share information. Seek to understand where people are coming from first. That's first and foremost. Meet them where they're at on their own journey. We're all at different places on our faith journey. And so, you know, people came into my life and guided me along the way, including Teresa Tamio and the many wonderful people at Ave Maria Radio here in Detroit, El Cresta. And I, I've, been, I've been so blessed to have so many amazing people come into my life, leading me on my faith journey. We'll be that for somebody else. And I hope to be that for somebody else. I hope I'm doing that for other people. Because I've come a long way on my own faith journey. And, and so be that for somebody else. Be that person. Walk alongside them. So seek to understand them first. Ask a lot of questions in a very loving way, not in a combative way, not where you're putting them on a defense mode. But come at them with a Christ-centered approach. Ask them questions. Seek to understand them. And then share information with them. And tell them that you're always there with them. You're always there to, to walk alongside them and you know, be happy to share more information and ha- continue these conversations at another time. Show them that you care. It is 13 minutes past the hour here on Catholic Connection. I'm Vanessa Denhagarmo, filling in for my dear sister in Christ, Teresa Tamio. When we come back, our own Doug Keck, president and COO of EWTN, will be joining us. We'll be right back after this. This program is brought to you in part by Charity Mobile, a proud partner of Ave Maria Radio for over 15 years. Charity Mobile is the pro-life cell phone company and has sent nearly $2 million to thousands of pro-life charities. 4G LTE coverage is available nationwide, and 5% of your monthly plan price goes to your favorite pro-life charity. A video introduction is available at CharityMobile.com. Charity Mobile, everyday living, effortless giving. CharityMobile.com. This program is brought to you by the following nonprofit underwriter. CMF Curo is the Catholic healthcare option you've been searching for. From concierge service to ethical consultations to partnerships with one of the nation's largest healthcare sharing ministries, CMF Curo offers a pro-life Catholic approach to your overall health and well-being. Find out today if CMF Curo is right for you. Call 833-GET-CURO. That's 833-G-E-T-C-U-R-O or visit mycatholichealthcare.com. This Ave Maria radio program is brought to you in part by Fathom Events. The new feature film, Mother Teresa and Me, is in theaters for one night only, Thursday, October 5th. Mother Teresa and Me weaves together the stories of two women, Mother Teresa, who served the poor with love amidst her dark night of the soul, and Kavita, a young woman who is searching for love while struggling with her unexpected pregnancy. Information at FathomEvents.com. That's FathomEvents.com. People ask how they can care for older family members who can't fully care for themselves. One answer is Visiting Angels, America's choice in senior home care. Visiting Angels assists adults nationwide with 600 locations to continue living at home and not have to move into a nursing home. 
Their caregivers provide assistance in hygiene, meals, and light housework. Services are provided up to 24 hours per day, and you can select your caregiver before service begins. More information, including franchise opportunities, is on the web at visitingangels.com. It's Friday on September 22nd, and as all of you know, joining Teresa Tamio is always Doug Keck, President and COO of EWTN, joining Teresa every Friday to talk about news and upcoming programming on the wonderful network. Doug, how are you this Friday morning? Great. Great to be with you, Vanessa. Always a pleasure talking with you. So let's talk about what the wonderful programming coming up this week on EWTN. What should we be looking out for? Well, the Holy Father's uh, going to Marseille uh, uh, today, uh, so uh, this afternoon at 2.30 p.m. Eastern Time. We've got Marian Prayer with the Diocesan Clergy, also a moment of reflection with religious leaders that will follow that basically this afternoon. And then tomorrow there's a Holy Mass from the stadium there in Marseille, so you can check that out. And then as uh, we also have the Solemn Mass in honor of St. Padre Pio. Now, that's going to Mm. be happening today. Uh, at 11 p.m. Eastern Time, of course, that's, that's, uh, so people can check that out. And, of course, his feast day is on the 23rd. We also have the Mass of the Solemnity of Our Lady of Walsingham coming up this Sunday from England, and that will be at noon Eastern Time, so you can look for that. Next week, we re-air a very popular miniseries, Transgender Movement, What Every Catholic Really Needs to Know. Um, that's a wonderful program that uh, has been very popular. Also, we're very pleased that... Uh, next uh, week on the EWTN Live Show, Immaculate Ilibigiza will be on, talking oh. about her new series, which we're very proud of, called I Forgive, and people can check that out. And then next Thursday, the Pontifical North American College has its diaconate ordinations. We'll be carrying that in the morning, 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time. And also a program called Father Ryan Higher Call, all new, all new program, okay, about uh, a, a, a chaplain. So that's Father Ryan a, a Higher Call. Check that out next week and of course all of these things you can find out our schedule ew10.com and of course many of these programs are available and will be available on our on-demand platform for free 24 7 and also many of them are on our youtube channel you know doug ew10 and all the platforms do is such a wonderful job your team and having a pulse of what's going on in the world and bring us programming so we can address it from a catholic perspective how much time and effort goes into that i mean for our listeners to understand you do such your due diligence and really having a pulse of what's going on in the world and what do we need to address from a Catholic perspective? Well, as you were mentioning earlier, with all the avenues that we have, obviously our Rome News Office with our affiliates throughout Europe and Asia now and in Africa, you know, we really in South America, we really do have our, our, our finger on the pulse of what is going on in the church. Uh, information pouring through CNA, obviously, Asi Prensa various multiple languages, our news programs, obviously our events directly from the Vatican uh, and our Vatican office supporting those things, obviously covering the Holy Father, you know, and so the church has its own schedule. Many of these are events and things that happen on a regular basis, Uh, and obviously we've gone out of our way to try to bring those great, like Padre Pio events or more events from from Our Lady of Walsingham and and Knock and Lords and Fatima and those events, because we know how important those kind of devotional aspects are, and, and, and it's a great way of, of showcasing those outside of their own countries to around the world. And, uh, you know, we basically, you know, are working on things many, many times, you know, years ahead. I mean, we're, there's been lots of meetings already about the Eucharistic Congress that Peter Gang and his team, uh, Enrique mm-hmm. de Pratt and his Spanish team have been working on, the news team. 
you know, those events are coming up. So, uh, you know, we're, uh, you know, there'll be another World uh, Youth Day in a couple of years. You know, so many of these events, the March for Life uh, in January, there's uh, probably meetings already happening about that. So, you know, there's a lot of things that we're constantly looking at ahead of time. Uh, you know, there's programs we're planning on doing. There's programs that we're finishing or that are in post-production. There's programs that we're launching and promoting. So, uh, as you know, in in the media world, uh, the beast that never sleeps is television and <laughs> yeah. media, and so yeah. you have to always con- keep feeding it, and hopefully, yeah. you know, unfortunately, it's fed a lot of bad stuff out there, and I sure. think we're feeding it some good stuff, and it's a great alternative, I, I think, for people to come and uh, and and learn, as you said, about your faith and to reinforce your faith, and, and having that expanded on-demand platform makes it that much easier for people for their own appointment viewing. You know, we've talked about this last year, Doug, when I had you on as we approach the holiday season. As we know, we go into these holiday functions with our family and critical conversations will come up. And we can't really go into these conversations unless we arm ourselves with facts and information. And that's why the platforms that you provide at EWTN are so important. I use them all the time because I know I'm going to go into events with these critical conversations and I want to arm myself with facts and truth. Absolutely. That's why we've created more and more of these short uh, spots as well. Uh, we've got uh, the Catholic Blitz, where uh, Father Tregillian and Father Ken answer a question, a Catholic question in a minute. The mm-hmm. kind of thing you can put on the web. Something Somebody can get an answer to a question uh, that maybe they've had in the back of their mind. Uh, that doesn't mean I have to read a whole book or that I have to watch sure. an entire program. Uh, our pro-life, uh, in a pro-life minute, uh, takes on pro-life, uh, you know, or pro-choice uh, questions or charges and answers them and refutes them in, in a minute between two doctors who are telling you not this is not their opinion this is what medical science says and so those kinds of things are historical we've got uh, you know these spots uh, having to do with historical events in the church the doctors of the church these other programs out there some of our other short-form material that we're putting out there on the web one-minute spots etc uh, which great information about the church or, or demonstrating some of the amazing miracles and apparitions that have have come over the years and and having those things reenacted in a way to bring them to life to people and, and make people realize these things really happen yeah you know and one of my favorites is the pro-life minute because of the work that i do and i have got my foot in the catholic media and in the secular media still you know I, i'm in both and i'm kind of balancing between right. the two and i need that information to arm myself with so when i have these conversations i can uh, you know, I call them my back pocket responses. I have them ready to go because I've already educated myself by watching those pro-life minutes. They're oh, so helpful. You know what I mean? Great. And and I need to constantly keep abreast of what's going on because of the work that we do on Catholic Radio every single day. Um, you, you know, Doug, we know the foundress, our wonderful mother, Angelica, passed away in 2016. How often uh, do you in your meetings interject what she would think and do with what's going on in the world today, you know, several years later since her passing. Every day. <laughs> every every day. I mean, yeah. there's, there's not really a day goes by that some decision or something we're talking about or thinking about that we don't reflect back on what Mother would have said about this situation in our mind or what she said in the past about particular things that we say, you know, uh, that was her perspective. You know, how does that impact what we're looking at and doing right now? And I think 
it's, it's very simple in my mind. Mother always said uh, the mission uh, of why EWTN succeeded was because God gave her a mission to do it. She didn't, he didn't give the bishops that media mission. He didn't give the sisters the media mission. He didn't give us lay people at the network the media mission. He gave it to Mother Angelica. And that's mm-hmm. why we have to always make sure that we stay true to the North Star of Mother Angelica. And as long as we continue to do that, um, you know, I think that's why God continues to bless our work. And and I have to admit, you know, um, uh, a very well-known Catholic priest who's been around for years was a good friend of Mother Angelica. I saw him recently, and we were talking, we were actually doing a book interview, and, he, and an aside, he said, you know, I have to tell you guys, you, it seems like you've done a fabulous job of staying on course with Mother Angelica's uh, goal for the network. And I, I, I think that's terrific, and I thought that was a very nice compliment for us to yeah. get. Great compliment. One, my, my last question to you, Doug, here this morning, Catholic Connection, as we head into the holiday season, because as Teresa says, we both love to shop. Uh, so <laughs> the, I love uh, the catalog on EWT mm-hmm. because it's a great place to go get wonderful stocking stuffers for friends and family. Uh, can you speak to us? I, I, you know, I, I don't want you to right. get into the details of every <laughs> gift on there, but just the importance of giving uh, uh, something right. faith-based to a friend or family during the holiday season or throughout the whole year? Well, I am the president of a Religious Catalog, and I yeah. have been involved with it since it started. In uh-huh. fact, I was the original producer of the show when Mother was do- when we launched the show in September of 96 with Mother yeah. Angelica doing the show. And and the major work is amazing is that we've been able to keep it and going all these years, even though after the first couple of years, Mother couldn't do the show because uh-huh. of her, her two strokes. But her whole idea was holy reminder. She wanted something in front of people in a secular environment to be able to remind them, however discreetly, that this is not the only place, that there is something beyond. And we have great gifts. Dorothy Radlich does great uh, work in acquiring material and getting it out there on the show. You can go to our website at EW10RC.com for all things Catholic, as I like to say. they got Raymond Arroyo's new Christmas CD. That's one. Woo-hoo. That's a great stocking stuffer. You can look yeah, for that. Yeah, great one. Great. Doug Heck, thank you so much. We'll talk to you next week. We'll treat so well. God bless. Stay with us, everyone. Father Benedict Rochelle. Some great people have shown respect for God. Can I read you a little quotation from Albert Einstein, who many times showed a great respect for religion and was one of the great admirers of Pope Pius XII for his stand against the Holocaust during the Second World War. Einstein wrote, The fairest thing we can experience is the mysterious is the fundamental emotion that stands at the cradle of all true art and science. A knowledge of the existence of something we can't penetrate, of the manifestations of the profoundest reason and the most radiant beauty, which are only accessible to our minds in the most elementary form. It is this knowledge and this emotion that constitute the truly religious attitude. Oh my, so beautifully said. The people you know and trust are on EWTN. Do you know the origin of the rainbow? According to the Catholic Catechism, the first rainbow occurred after the flood when God established a covenant with Noah and his descendants. The rainbow was God's pictorial reminder to both God and man. God tells Noah in Genesis, This is the sign I am giving for all ages to come of the covenant between me and you and every living creature with you. 
I set my bow in the clouds to serve as a sign of the covenant between me and the earth. When I bring clouds over the earth and the bow appears in the clouds, I will recall the covenant I have made between me and you and all living beings, so that the waters will never again be a flood to destroy all mortal beings. Little wonder a vivid valentine from our Creator so excites our eyes. This is Peggy Stanton, and this has been the Order of Malta's Minute with the Catechism. You are listening to Catholic Connection and EWTN Network. I'm Vanessa Denha Garmo, filling in for my dear sister in Christ, Teresa Tamio, this morning. And joining us now is Francesca Pellegrino, founder and president of the Catholic Coalition of Special Education. Francesca, thank you so much for joining us. Vanessa, thank you for inviting me to your show this morning. Blessings to you and to your listeners. To you as well. So, Francesca, give us a background about what is the Catholic Coalition for Special Education. Yes, so the Catholic Coalition for Special Education's mission is to advocate for and facilitate an appropriate, inclusive, high-quality education for students with developmental uh, disabilities in the Washington, D.C. and Baltimore regions to enrich their lives, schools, and the broader community. Uh, We do that through three pillars. We have seed grants that we provide to Catholic schools in our area. We also have tuition assistance for teachers pursuing advanced degrees in education. Uh, We offer professional development and technical assistance in the form of consulting, coaching, workshops, year-long capacity building assistance to schools. And we also provide uh, support to families raising children with disabilities. And we do all of this free of charge Schools and families never receive a bill from us, but of course it is not free of cost. Mm. Um, And it was my son who is the inspiration behind CCSE. So tell us about your son. Tell us about that inspiration. Yes. So I was looking for a Catholic school for him to attend, and I started talking to other parents. And I realized that there were many other parents uh, who were looking for a Catholic school for their child with a disability. They perhaps had other children already in Catholic schools, and they wanted all of their children to be able to attend the same parish school. Uh, but we weren't always finding an open door, and that really is what uh, inspired us to uh, to start CCSE. Um, and on a personal note, um, my son has uh, has been an amazing inspiration. He does have a disability. He's 32 now, um, and I feel that he has brought me closer to God, and mm. he has made me uh, stronger. He's taught me so much more than I could ever teach him. And the thing is, I don't think he's really even aware of the impact he has had on us. And I I really think that that is God at work. Amen. That's beautiful. So I'm reading an article. There's an article right now about how Hollywood Catholic Schools gets grants to help students with disabilities. So tell us about this, the story and your involvement. Yes, so uh, they were looking to enroll a little girl uh, with uh, Down syndrome that I don't think they had ever done before. Uh, They enrolled her last school year, and uh, she is continuing there this school year. And so the grant that we provided to the school allowed them to provide an aid uh, in the classroom because she does need some one-on-one assistance. And... uh, 
the thing that we are hearing from the school is how she has just been uh, a ray of sunshine and uh, really impacted positively the uh, the entire school community. Everyone has embraced her. They uh, include her in everything. Uh, and so we're just uh, delighted to see how uh, this school is, is blossoming in welcoming uh, students with uh, disabilities and uh, paving the way for other students, we hope. You know, it's such an important message because we know uh, typically it's very difficult for Catholic schools to um, bring in children with disabilities because they typically don't have the resources that a public school would have. We know that there's a lot less money uh, to educate in a Catholic school than, than the, what taxpayers pay for public schools. So this is so important because so many parents with children with disabilities want their child to have that Catholic education and some school, so many schools around the country can't accommodate them. Well, that is true, and I acknowledge that it isn't uh, always easy to do this, but but it is doable, and that is really why CCSC exists. Um, But I will also say that um, it is quite remarkable to see what our Catholic schools are doing with very limited uh, resources very often, and I feel like they... There are little miracles happening in our Catholic schools every single day. Um, but I do believe in this, and I do believe that Catholic schools are uniquely qualified to include students with disabilities precisely because they are Catholic, precisely because we believe we are one body in Christ, and that body is only complete when all its members are included. And so including students with disabilities in Catholic schools is the fulfillment of the mission of Catholic schools, of Catholic education and of Catholic social teaching. Mm, That's wonderful. Uh, So So, my vision is that inclusion in Catholic schools becomes an accepted and expected part of Catholic education. Um, And we don't just want... um, pockets of innovation here and there or silos of knowledge. We really want uh, this shared systematically across all schools so that they can all benefit from a given school's best practices and, and experiences so that everybody finds a place at the table and a Catholic school to call home. So Francesca Pellegrino, who we're talking to here on Catholic Connection this morning, founder and president of the Catholic Coalition for Special Education, how would you like to see people get involved, our listeners? What would you, what's your call to action to people today? Well, our, one of the biggest needs right now is that we need more Catholic high schools and colleges to step up for the burgeoning group of students that we have in middle school. Uh, There's also a chronic and pervasive shortage of special education teachers around the country. And, uh, you know, Mm. this really is something that affects uh, everybody. Uh, I'm sure we all know many of your listeners um, have relatives or friends who have a child with a disability. And um, CCSE is funded entirely by private donations from individuals, foundations, and corporations. And every gift makes a positive difference in the life of a child with a disability. So uh, donations are welcome. Um, So please feel free to visit our website, ccse-maryland, written out longhand.org, or call 301-933-8844. Again, that number is 301-933-8844. So, um, Francesca Pellegrino, what else do you want to share with our listeners uh, about 
uh, the coalition uh, for special education that I didn't ask. Any other, anything else you want to share with them? Um, well, um, we have awarded uh, about $1.3 million to 34 uh, Catholic schools in, in Maryland. I believe that we are still the only organization that is serving two archdioceses uh, across uh, an entire state. Um, and uh, I think we're, we're really looking for a, a cultural shift. Uh, uh, institutional change is needed so that programs don't disappear when there's a change in administration at, at a school. Mm. Thank you so much. And one last question. We have seconds with you. How has this enhanced your faith journey yourself? Oh, tremendously. Uh, that could be a whole other hour to talk about. <laughs> okay. As, as okay. I said, my, my yeah. son uh, has, has really been the inspiration. I went through a crisis of faith wondering where God was leading me, mm. and uh, it, it's just been remarkable. Francesca Pellegrino, founder and president of Catholic Coalition for Special Education, thank you for being on with us here on Catholic Connection. Thank you, Vanessa. Stay with us, everyone. When we come back after the break, Kelly Sullivan, Vice President of the Newman Guide Programs at the Cardinal Newman Society, will be joining us. Father Benedict Groeschel. I want to welcome you, if you're not familiar, with the wonderful world of the gifts of the Holy Spirit. What will America become if it makes it impossible for the Holy Spirit to work here because of untruth and self-indulgence and paganism? This is not just a nice discussion of the gifts of the Holy Spirit because I'm going to discuss what happens when people make it impossible to be prudent, just, or honest, or brave, or courageous, or reverent. When people make that impossible, what a terrible thing they do not only to themselves, but to our society. EWTN. Live truth. Live Catholic. Does waving to a neighbor improve our well-being? I'm Chuck Gatica, and this is Journey Strong. According to a Gallup survey from last month, it does make us feel better. It's hard for some people to wave or even say hello to a neighbor. For some, it's just the opposite. In our community in Michigan, neighbors drive by and rarely wave. In Florida, where we spend some time, it's just the opposite. The survey indicates that people who regularly say hello to multiple neighbors have higher well-being scores. The perfect zone of well-being is six greetings. A greeting may be a wave, a hello, a fist bump, or even a grunt. There are other benefits like feeling safe, financial well-being, and even career well-being. In Scripture, 1 Peter teaches us to keep loving one another earnestly and show hospitality without grumbling. Check out the Journey Strong tab for more on how friendliness leads to well-being at the homepage of AveMariaRadio.net. The time. 
time of the year where parents and students are looking at colleges, taking their SATs, their ACTs, and there is a virtual tour coming up September 27th with the uh, Newman Guide programs at the Cardinal Newman Society. And to talk with us about that is Kelly Solomon, Vice President of the Newman Guide programs at the Cardinal Newman Society. Kelly, always a pleasure talking with you. Good morning, Vanessa. It's great to be back on with you. So tell us about the virtual tour coming up. Yes, this is a very exciting event. We'd love to invite all of your listeners to this coming Wednesday, September 27th, is an online Newman Guide virtual college fair. And so Catholic families across the country can get a taste for what faithful Catholic education at the higher education level looks like uh, without leaving the comfort of their own homes, uh, as this is an all-online uh, virtual fair with some great sessions uh, this coming Wednesday, the 27th. And so um, are you going to be walking parents through all the Catholic schools that are approved by the Newman Center? The Newman- That's right. So each of the colleges that's recognized in the Newman Guide will have a virtual booth at this virtual college fair. And okay. so Catholic families can go into these different college booths. Uh, the colleges will have unique information you're not going to find on their website, uh, different videos and links and scholarship information. You can also chat live uh, via text or via text message with the, uh, with the representatives within the booth or a video call live with them and ask them the questions that you want to learn. Uh, families can also sort the colleges on the online platform by the majors they offer what type of campus they are, whether they're suburban or rural, uh, where they're located, what kind of applications they accept. And so families will get to really learn a lot more about each of the colleges that we recognize in the Newman Guide. Uh, They could visit every one of these virtual booths and see which ones stand out as being the best fits for their students, which then they can go and make a real in-person campus visit to their short list Uh, of colleges that they want to explore even further. And so tell us, uh, give our listeners a background. I know you've been on many times, but give our listeners a background again, exactly what you do with it. What is the Newman Guide and the Cardinal Newman Society? Sure. So the Cardinal Newman Society was founded 30 years ago by our founder and president, Patrick Riley, to promote and defend faithful Catholic education. And our flagship project is the Newman Guide, which recognizes faithful Catholic colleges. We've also expanded the Newman Guide this year to include Catholic K-12 schools and Catholic graduate programs. Uh, We've heard from families for many years that this is a great need that they have, and so we're expanding our Newman Guide programs. But for years, we've led families uh, to faithful Catholic colleges. Uh, I used the first edition of the Newman Guide myself and found a good faithful Catholic college where I grew in my faith, uh, experienced a strong liberal arts curriculum, made great lifelong friends, was exposed to the sacraments regularly, and it really set me up for success in, um, in not only meeting my husband, um, but also preparing my career and my future. And I'm so blessed through my experience with the Newman Guide, and I want Catholic families across the country to know about the great benefit in choosing a faithful Catholic college where students will receive strong support in their faith, which, as you know, Vanessa, is so important in our culture today. Mm. So how often are you evaluating the Newman Guide and, you know, adding or removing colleges in that guide? 
Sure. So we're always keeping tabs on what's going on in Catholic higher education. Uh, you know, there's more than 200 Catholic colleges in the country, and we only recommend a small percentage of them in the Newman Guide. Sadly, many of them have bought into uh, ideologies like gender ideology and critical race theory. Um, but the Newman Guide colleges stand out as model faithful Catholic colleges. They go through an annual update process with us, and we're always engaging with them on issues that come up um, throughout the year and helping them strengthen their Catholic identity. And so what's the criteria when you're looking at it? So parents can kind of an idea of how detailed this is. I mean, what are you looking at? How do you, how do they qualify? Sure. So we, you know, look at what the church expects of Catholic colleges. Uh, John Paul II wrote his encyclical Ex Corde Ecclesiae, where he laid out, you know, what's expected of Catholic colleges, including that at least 50% of faculty should be Catholic, that there should be this integration of faith and reason across campus, that all official campus activities should be done in accord with strong Catholic identity. Uh, The U.S. bishops have also released their own guidance on Catholic colleges, including that we should not give uh, honors or awards to those who publicly oppose church teaching. And so um, there's there's a lot that we look for with the Newman Guide from the top down, inside and out. Uh, One of the things the families really seem to like is we have this new uh, gold and silver star system with the Newman Guide. And so we're highlighting some of the areas of what we're looking for. So some of the the gold stars you can get in the Newman Guide is your percentage of Catholic faculty, your percentage of Catholic students, your percentage of board members who are are who are practicing Catholics. Um, we're mm-hmm. looking at your number of credits of philosophy and theology. We're looking at your dorm policies. You know, do students live in dorms that are according to um, their biological sex at birth? And are there male dorms mm-hmm. and female dorms? And what are the hours of visitation if students are allowed to be in each other's dorms? What are the hours of visitation? What yeah. are the spiritual life offerings on campus? You know, um, how many how many daily masses are there? What percentage of students are attending mass on Sundays and other holy days of obligation? So the list goes on and on. Uh, and I really encourage families to check out the full Newman Guide, which is available for free at newmanguide.org. You know, I'm glad you mentioned the dormitory because I didn't think that was an issue. I cannot believe this is an issue, but I just had an, uh, a conversation with um, somebody uh, here in my neighborhood, and uh, one of the colleges here in Michigan uh, wasn't a Catholic college; it was a state college, and she uh, went into her dorm blinding, you know, blind uh, roommate, and they assigned her a boy that identified as a girl, a transgender, and she's uh-huh. like, "No, I'm not. I'm not doing that." And the school actually got upset with her. And said, well, you said you're not going to discriminate. She goes, I'm not discriminating. I'm not living with a boy. That's not what I asked for. And so this is what's happening in state colleges. And and, in addition to outlining the faith and, and you know, where the school stands, and and I love that you guys do all that research for parents uh, from the Newman Guide, but what what about the actual degrees, too? Do, Do they get to see the degree programs along with the faith studies? Exactly. We want to see the faith incorporated into every every course of study on campus and, and have that integration uh, where you can, you know, prepare or earn a physics degree from an authentically Catholic perspective. And I think one of the things the Newman Guide Colleges do best is hiring outstanding Catholic faculty, um, which is something so different and so great about attending a Newman Guide College. 
Mm, yeah, that's wonderful. Um, we're going to take a break and we're going to continue our conversation with Kelly Sullivan here on Catholic Connection, Vice President of Newman Guide Programs at the Cardinal Newman Society. We'll be right back and continue right after this. Stay with us, everyone. Would you get on a plane that doesn't have a pilot? Investing in passive index mutual funds may present the same issue. The Ave Maria mutual funds are actively managed by seasoned investment professionals to help you meet your investment goals in a morally responsible way. Ave Maria funds are managed to conform to pro-life and pro-family values. Long-term investors could invest in the no-load Ave Maria mutual funds. You can learn more about the Ave Maria mutual funds at 866-AVE-MARIA or visit AveMariaFunds.com. People ask how they can care for older family members who can't fully care for themselves. One answer is Visiting Angels, America's choice in senior home care. Visiting Angels assists adults nationwide with 600 locations to continue living at home and not have to move into a nursing home. Their caregivers provide assistance in hygiene, meals, and light housework. Services are provided up to 24 hours per day, and you can select your caregiver before service begins. More information, including franchise opportunities, is on the web at visitingangels.com. This Ave Maria radio program is brought to you in part by Fathom Events. The new feature film, Mother Teresa and Me, is in theaters for one night only, Thursday, October 5th. Mother Teresa and Me weaves together the stories of two women, Mother Teresa, who served the poor with love amidst her dark night of the soul, and Kavita, a young woman who is searching for love while struggling with her unexpected pregnancy. Information at FathomEvents.com. That's FathomEvents.com. You and your spouse are invited to cruise with Royal Caribbean this January, along with Father Michael Schmitz, Archbishop Nauman, Al, Teresa, Dr. Ray, and many others. Get away with your spouse on a fun, relaxing, and rejuvenating cruise with inspiring speakers, daily mass, and endless memorable experiences. Father Michael Schmitz comments, you'll encounter an amazing community of couples and speakers, and most importantly, you'll encounter Christ. More details at AveMariaRadio.net. Just click the travel link. Back here on Catholic Connection, Vanessa Denhagarmo filling in for Teresa Tamio this morning. We've been talking to Kelly Sullivan, Vice President of Newman Guide Programs at the Cardinal Newman Society. They have a virtual tour coming up September 27th. So, Kelly, what, what else do you want to share with our listeners about what's going on uh, during the virtual tour, and how can parents sign up, parents and students sign up? Awesome. So parents and students can go to cardinalnewmansociety.org, and we have a link there to register for the virtual college fair taking place this Wednesday, September 20th. And it is free to register. We highly encourage families to register now, share the link to register with other Catholic families. There are going to be some really excellent keynote sessions that we're hosting at the virtual college fair. Uh, There's four sessions throughout the day. There are two in the morning, uh, one on how to make a good campus visit uh, with Tom McFadden of Christendom College. The second one will be on preparing for a STEM or other career at a faithful Catholic college, and that one will be hosting a whole panel of Newman Guide College representatives to discuss how students can prepare for those STEM degrees or other types of careers while attending a Newman Guide College. And then the two evening sessions you won't want to miss, our president, Patrick Riley of the Cardinal Newman Society, will be giving a session on essentially the difference between attending a secular or Catholic college. His talk is entitled Newman Center or Newman Guide College. And then the final keynote session of the day 
is with uh, Dr. Andrew and Sarah Swafford. Uh, Dr. Oh, Swafford yeah. is out at Benedictine College. They're great speakers. I'm sure yes. many of your listeners have heard them. And they're giving a talk on you're not just choosing a college, you're choosing a formation and how this formation that you choose is going to impact the type of person you become, the type of choices you make uh, for the rest of your life in many cases uh, because of the formation you receive during college. And so if families, you know, go to our website to register for this virtual college fair, they will have access to all of those live sessions uh, we'll be doing throughout the day this coming Wednesday. So, okay, again, for parents listening, are they attending this with their students? Kelly, I mean, do you want them together to go to this virtual tour, or uh, is it just parents or just students, or how does that work? Yes, I'd say there'll be more students than parents on, but I highly okay. encourage parents to attend as well. You know, these I think these sessions will bring up some great discussion points that parents can follow up with their students and discuss with them, you know, as they navigate the college search together. What else do you want to share with our listeners uh, about the importance of attending this virtual tour? And what, you know, will they be able to ask questions too? Yes, this is a great opportunity to prepare your list of questions ahead of time. When you attend the virtual fair, there is these live keynote sessions going on, but then you can also go into each of the booths of the Newman Guide Colleges and you can send them your your questions uh, and they'll answer right away. We'll also have question and answer time at the end of each of these four live sessions and so bring your hard questions Uh, we want to hear them and uh, we want to share the value of attending a faithful catholic college with you i know i spoke with many students who attended our fair for the first time last year Uh, we hosted this virtual college fair and it really helped them narrow down uh, their options of, of looking at which Newman Guide colleges they were particularly interested in. And then they were going to go and spend a week at one of those between their junior and senior year in the summer because many of them host these summer experience sessions. And so the virtual college fair was a great way to find out which ones, you know, piqued their interest the most, and they're going to go check them out and, and spend a week at them this coming summer. We're talking with Kelly Sullivan here, Vice President of the Newman Guide Programs of the Cardinal Newman Society. Give out your website again and information about signing up for the virtual tour on September 27th. Yes. If families go to cardinalnewmansociety.org, you'll see one of our top articles there is about our virtual college fair. All of the live sessions going on. It's a quick and easy registration process, and it's free. And families will have access to the virtual fair venue on Wednesday, September 27th. Uh, We also have some great uh, sponsors who are supporting our virtual college fair, including the St. Robert Bellarmine Fund, uh, which Catholic families might be particularly interested in. They give out $10,000 scholarships every year to students who are attending a Newman Guide College. And those scholarships are renewable for four years. so it's an essentially a $32,000 scholarship mm-hmm. for students. So you'll learn about things like this if you come to our virtual Newman Guide College Fair and see how faithful Catholic education can be affordable and, and can be a great blessing to Catholic students. Uh, we also have the Colby Academy, the classical homeschool program, sponsoring our fair as well as the Hallow app. And the first, uh, the first oh. thousand students to register are going to get a free trial of the Hallow uh, Catholic Prayer app. Oh. So there's so many perks and, and bonuses of uh, signing up for our virtual college fair, but ultimately we hope that you come to see the great value 
and choosing a faithful Catholic college through attending our, our virtual college fair. So we have a minute left with you here, Kelly. Any last words you want to share with our listeners before we let you go? Uh, go to cardinalnamesociety.org, register for our virtual college fair, and please tell your local Catholic high schools, your local Catholic homeschoolers about this great free opportunity going on next week. Thank you so much. Kelly Solomon here on Catholic Connection. Go to cardinalnewmansociety.org to find out more. Thank you for being with us here on Catholic Connection. Thank you, Vanessa. Thank you all for tuning in here on Catholic Connection, EWTN. It was a pleasure being with you and filling in for Teresa Tamio. And thanks for all of our guests for joining us here this morning. Uh, Doug Keck, president and COO of EWTN, joining Teresa every week, giving us an update of what's going on and news and upcoming programs. I really encourage you to go to EWTN. There's a wealth of resources there and all their platforms, giving us a perspective of what's going on all over the world from the lens of a Catholic. Francesca Pellegrino, thank you so much much and kelly sullivan thank you so much for joining us here on catholic connection again always a pleasure sitting in for Teresa tamio here on catholic connection god bless have a wonderful weekend you've been listening to catholic connection with Teresa tamio catholic connection is a co-production of ave maria radio and ewtn radio and carried across the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. Our producer is Andrew Kruchek. For copies of this program or for more information, visit AveMariaRadio.net. That's A-V-E-MariaRadio.net. Thanks for listening and join us next time for another edition of Catholic Connection.